a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. 606, good morning and welcome to a Friday, game day eve. He's Chris Walton, I'm Mike Casper. Phone lines are open because it is... Open Phones Friday, as it always is on Fridays mm-hmm. when we are here. A chance for you to talk about anything you want. You want to talk about something we talked about earlier in the week? You can do that. You want to talk about the Boise State football game tomorrow? Is this a must-win game? Aren't we, they all? Do we want to start the season 0-2? Apparently they might must not be, or we would have won last week. Uh, it didn't, just because we lost doesn't mean it wasn't a must-win game. Well, I don't think I... In, I don't know what the reason you would say it would be a must-win game for. They can still win the Mountain West Championship. Still had a chance to win the Mountain West Championship. Right. So, um, playing back-to-back Power Fives, last time that happened, 2005, didn't work out so good for Boise State. Started out 0-2. So they thought, hey, let's try it again. Well, they weren't planning on starting out with two Power Fives, remember? Um, UCF didn't become a Power oh, Five true. until uh, off true. this past off season. The game was scheduled before UCF joined the Big Twelve. Yeah, so um, didn't originally start out as two back to back non or Power Five games. UCF also um, looks pretty good according to Kent State, and I and I you have to say <laughs> um, they're a well coached team. I don't think you can say, "Hey, Gus Smelzon doesn't know what he's doing." To Gus Smelzon for maybe a little while longer. That's a good idea, though, with the boosters to it, because they're so sensible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's one of those things, though, where money talks, right? Especially when you have that much money. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to talk about that, we can. Also, uh, for those of you who want to go to the football game, see it in person, on the blue, you have another chance. One more chance to do that uh, coming up today, this morning. Keep in mind, uh, these tickets are here at the station. All right, that's an important thing to remember because you have to pick up your tickets before 5 o'clock this afternoon. That's the important thing. We don't want those tickets hanging out here doing nothing when so many people um, are trying to win these uh, tickets. So once again, this will be your final chance to get your tickets coming up here this morning for the Boise State game. Final chance for this game. We have tickets to all home games all season long, and we have more than anybody else. So we'll have lots more chances uh, once again. If you're uh, not a football fan looking for something to do this to five, I think a lot of people will do that because it goes tomorrow. Uh, I thought this was rather smart of them. It goes 10 until 5. They don't try to compete with the game. So uh-huh. at 5 o'clock um, tomorrow and Sunday, both, it is uh, the hours happening. Featuring over 200 artists this year selling all types of art. There will also be more than, this, this is where you and I kind of like, the two dozen food trucks that exactly. will be there. Exactly. <laughs> Along with beer, wine, mimosas, sculpture garden. And you can bring the kids. Uh, there'll be a children's art tent with hands-on activities. And the best part, you don't see this happen very often, it's still free to attend. Now, yeah. you're going to have to pay for your food. If you want to buy a you know piece of art, you're going to have to that, pay for that, that. That also will require yeah. money, yes. But uh, you, you, you can attend. Now, the one thing um, I should mention, because... You know, when you go to this park, a lot of people bring their dog. Art in the Park is not uh, allowing dogs in, unless yeah, it, it's a service dog. It says dog free, but that doesn't mean you're free to bring your dog. No. It also doesn't mean you go and pick up free dogs or puppies right. or whatever like that. And there are no free hot dogs. I, I've, <laughs> no free hot dogs I've, either. I've personally checked on that. Uh, unfortunately. Uh, so, once again, that gets underway uh, today, beginning at 10 o'clock, and it looks like the weather uh, looking like it's going to be cooperating. One thing we forgot, I didn't get a chance to mention this, and I, I do want to mention this because uh, we had talked about Ammon Bundy, contempt of court case going to trial um, here next month. Um, that has officially been postponed, all because of fruit trees, apparently. Really? Yeah. So Bundy filed court papers stating that his October trial would interfere with his fruit harvest that he couldn't be picking pears and apples uh, at the same time he was expected to be in court and would be uh, very difficult, can't do both at the same time. And uh, Fourth District Judge Nancy Baskin agreed, saying that uh, she will reschedule and order a four-day trial to begin now wow. on November 13th at the County Courthouse. I think that's cool that you can have a trial scheduled and 
tell the judge you have something else you'd rather be doing. I'm wondering how many people that, I mean, how many jobs would that work for? And, and I get how important because I grew up on a farm. Yeah. When it's time to harvest, it's time to harvest. You, you, you don't put that off even for one day, let alone True. put it off, you know, for four days many because people, that can be catastrophic. Even in 2023, many people still consider eating important. Mm-hmm. Even though many people may not be able to afford it because of inflation going on. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Um, a couple of other things we're going to be talking about. Um, we're talking about polls again this morning. And specifically two different polls. One of them um, on the presidential race. And there were some prices and by, uh, surprises. By the way, when they polled... If the election were held right now, mm-hmm. how would Biden do? It's not. That's why the polling is not super important other than for the campaigns and what they see as strengths and weaknesses. But we'll talk a little bit about that and uh, all that and more coming up here for you this morning. Right now, the other thing we're going to be talking about, sports. So I'm so happy. NFL is back this weekend. Mm-hmm. It started last night. This update on sports, by the way, is brought to you by Pork Belly in Kiona. Once again, the place to go for breakfast and lunch, especially on Friday for your lunch because it's clam chowder day. The best you're going to find anywhere, only on Fridays, every Friday, made from scratch, made from love by Chef Wally at Pork Belly and Cuna. Boise State is a three-and-a-half-point underdog in its home opener against Central Florida Saturday. UCF is new this season in the Big 12 Conference. Last week, they dominated Kent State 56-6, to gained more than 700 yards total offense, 389 rushing and 334 passing, and made 32 first downs. Boise State fell 56-19 to Washington, who this week jumped from number 10 to number 8 in the country in the Associated Press College football poll. The only other meeting between Boise State and Central Florida was the opening game of the 2021 season. That was a 36-31 win by UCF in Orlando. The good news for Boise State is Central Florida has played only nine games west of the Continental Divide in school history, and their record for those games is one win and eight losses. Mm. The Knights are only the third Big 12 team to play the Broncos in Boise, following Iowa State in the Humanitarian Bowl on New Year's Eve in 2002 and Oklahoma State in 2021. Boise State has won its home opener the last 21 seasons in a row, Game time for the Broncos in Central Florida is 5 p.m. Albertson Stadium has new LED lights, self-checkout food kiosks, and a 6,000-square-foot video board, which, laid out flat, would fit three average-sized Boise homes in it. (laughs) The game will be televised by Fox Sports 1 and will, of course, be on the radio on KBOI. Let me ask this question. I asked it last week. I don't know if you're going to have an answer to it. Um, I asked last week when with two touchdowns and the pick six, David Montgomery rushed for 74 yards and a touchdown for the Lions. The next NFL games will be Sunday. There are eight games starting at 11 a.m. Mountain Time. Five more set to kick off at 2.25 p.m. Then the Cowboys meet the Giants on Sunday night. And Monday night's game features the Bills against the New York Jets. Traffic. Powered by Beacon Plumbing. Stop freaking. Call Beacon. KBOI. Traffic. Right now, Dow was up uh, yesterday, uh, I think a little over 50 at the close. NASDAQ was down, so kind of a mixed bag yesterday as far as the stock market is concerned. Uh, Jeremiah Bates uh, is out this morning, so he will not be with us. Uh, We do not have an update coming up here in 45 uh, minutes, but we will be keeping you updated so that you can keep track of your 401ks and your IRAs, etc. This is kind of a a cool story here. I, I want to try it. I'm not sure it sounds good, but based on the amount of uh, people who uh, bought this ice cream, apparently uh, it was good. Van Leeuwen ice cream will be able um, to try it this time around. Most people probably haven't heard of Van Leeuwen ice cream, but just 15 years ago, they were one food truck in New York City, and they've expanded since then. And, and like you say, they're in Walmart and a whole bunch of stores now. Rusty. I don't get it, but maybe I have to try the ice cream. Um other flavors Walmart is selling right now. This isn't the only one. Uh, sweet potato potato casserole. Right. Casserole just because I don't like pumpkin. Is Maybe also cranberry crumble too. Dis- disgusting. I, I love cranberry juice, but I don't use cranberries much on yeah. anything else. I like the cranberry crumble just because uh, making crumbles um, and you put ice cream on it, hot crumble, and then you put ice cream on it. Yeah. Usually delicious. So I can see it, but the sweet potato casserole. 
And I'll have to try out the French fries. It just seems a little weird. But apparently I might be in the minority because, like I say, open up in 15 minutes. The Boise State women's soccer team scored the first three goals of the game Thursday against Eastern Washington in Cheney and held on for a 4-3 win. It's the Broncos' second victory of the season against one loss and three ties. Boise State junior forward Carly Cross completed a hat trick, scoring three of the Broncos' four goals. Maddie Morgan scored two goals for the Eagles. Next, Boise State plays host to Oregon State. That'll be Sunday at 1 p.m. at the Boaz Soccer Complex. We told you yesterday that 49ers defensive end Nick Bosa agreed to a new contract, making him the highest-paid non-quarterback in NFL history at $34 million a year, or as Cincinnati Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow calls it, chump change. Burrow. Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Uh, update on a story we talked about yesterday. Um, something happened earlier this week, and this all began uh, about a week ago when uh, Canyon County Commissioner Leslie Van Beek was with us, and we thought it was kind of a, just a not a big story, just the fact that they had gone through the budget process, uh, budget was approved, and then last Wednesday when we uh, were talking live here on News Talk KBOI with Leslie Van Beek, they you know they were having a meeting that night to approve the budget. A meeting that she invited everyone to come to. Mm-hmm. By the way. Canyon County Commissioners uh, then said, because of a complaint from a former commissioner, Carrie Smith, claiming that open law rules were not followed in the budget process because somebody had claimed that they'd been working hundreds and hundreds of hours to put the budget together. And Carrie Smith said that, wait a minute, there haven't been hundreds and hundreds of hours Meeting, by the way, I want to make sure that you know that they uh, ratified several decisions regarding the fiscal year 2024 budget, including its approval yesterday afternoon, completing the county's budget process now for the year officially. Now, you remember on Tuesday, Commissioner Brad Holton said in a prepared statement that the board would hold an additional meeting to ratify board budget approval decisions made on August 17th and August 30th out of an abundance of caution following those right. allegations that the process violated violated Idaho's open meeting law. So yesterday, the meeting to ratify the uh, decisions. At, uh, the meeting earlier this week on Tuesday, Holton read a prepared statement from the board acknowledging the allegations by former Commissioner Kerry Smith that the budget creation process had involved hundreds of hours of non-public discussions between commissioners and that the county's chief operations officer uh, in the statement said that the board disagreed with the allegations and that the board believes their acknowledgement of them completes the cure of any violation. Smith stated on August 30th that she intends to file a formal complaint about the budget proceedings. Uh, No word yet from Smith if this does cure everything and now everything's hunky-dory or if she will still continue to file charges uh, against not following open meeting laws here. What's your guess? I really don't. I really don't know. I think she'll keep filing. You could be. You could be right. And I, I, you know, as as far as this, does it go to court? Is it, you know, a suit filed? What happens? I don't know the actual process, and we probably won't know until um, she does file that complaint officially, which it enter and infect human cells. I don't know what any of that means because I'm not I'm, a doctor, but apparently it makes it I easier to infect people. Better make an appointment to get the first of my 30 shots. <laughs> Infectious disease specialist Dr. Scott Roberts said such a high number of mutations is notable. When we went from Omicron variant XBB 1.5 to uh, EG.5, that was maybe stating mask mandates in response to the surge in cases. Kidderbush Junior High School in Alabama asking all students, staff, and visitors to start wearing uh, face masks in classrooms and hallways due to the rise in COVID cases there. Alabama's Talladega City School District, another example, home to more than 1,700 students, is urging children and staff talking about probably within the next couple of months. More than likely. And every year thereafter, because like I said, I 100% believe this is just going to be like flu season every yeah. year. I, I don't the, the see anything good, that's going to change it. The good thing is, you know, no one will uh, oppose the mask mandates because of their proven effectiveness. 
Or, or did I get that wrong? <laughs> Chris, this is Open Phones Friday, not Sarcastic Friday. Okay. 208 Associated Press College Football Poll. The only other meeting between Boise State and Central Florida was the opening game of the 2021 season. That was a 36-31 win by UCF in Orlando. The good news for Boise State is Central Florida has played only nine games west of the Continental Divide in school history, and their record for those games is one win and eight losses. The Knights are only the third Big 12 team to play the Broncos in Boise, following Iowa State in the Humanitarian Bowl on New Year's Eve in 2002 and Oklahoma State in 2021. Boise State has won its home opener the last 21 seasons in a row. Game time for the Broncos and Central Florida is 5 p.m. Albertsons Stadium has new LED lights, self-checkout food kiosks, and a 6,000-square-foot guy more, and Jarek McKinnon dropped five passes between them. One of Tony's drops resulted in a pick six by Lions rookie defensive back Brian Branch. Detroit's Jared Goff completed 22 of 35 passes for 253 yards and a touchdown. In the losing cause, Kansas City's Patrick Mahomes was 21 of 39 for 226 yards with two touchdowns and the pick six. David Montgomery rushed for 74 yards and a touchdown for the Lions. The next NFL games will be Sunday. There are eight games starting at 11 a.m. Mountain Time. Five more set to kick off at 2.25 p.m. Then the Cowboys meet the Giants Sunday night, and Monday night's game features the Bills against the New York Jets. It is the debut of Aaron Rodgers. Get 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. One of you will be going uh, with a guest, and we have a chance for you to start winning. Sometime after 9 o'clock, listen for that cue to text, and you could get our final pair of tickets to the Boise State UCF home kickoff going on tomorrow at Albertson Stadium beginning at 5 o'clock. Sounds wonderful. Uh, email in, uh, wonder are getting pregnant left and right. I don't know what that means. I think you, but I'm reading it as you wrote it. Uh, if it's only a tiny amount of cases and definitely no reason for holding up appointees, my recommendation on abortion has always been allow up to a certain week, but with the caveat that father must also get a vasectomy. Oh, yeah, he doesn't think there should with. be any, but right. uh, this particular thing is he. the reason he's holding him up is because he doesn't want federal government gunny, money going to pay. Isn't the, there's no Marine Corps commandant right now either, is there? Is there uh, maybe there's a fourth one, is there not? Yeah, maybe. I don't, I don't know. Uh, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. It is Open Phones Friday. What do you want to talk about? Phone lines are open. You can also email us, chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com. It's time for one final check on what's going on. To a new contract, making him the highest paid non-quarterback in NFL history at $34 million a year. Or as Cincinnati Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow calls it, chump change. Burrow on Thursday signed a five-year contract with the Bengals and will make $55 million a year, making him the highest-paid player of all time. The contract was for $275 million total, of which $219 million and 10000 is guaranteed. Cincinnati plays at Cleveland Sunday at 11 a.m. Mountain Time. Last season... Ben Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 752-208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. So if you want to get through it, it is Open Phones Friday. We'll talk about what you want to talk about. We know sometimes you can't always uh, call us. You can also email if you'd like, mike at kboi.com, chris at kboi.com. You can also call us toll-free, 1-800-529. CBS News Sunday, describing the um, uh, Oregon-Idaho movement. And uh, they revealed something that I don't think they ever talked about. It would all be a, a negotiation. Um, but the reason that this isn't going to happen has nothing to do with what Idaho would have to pay for the cost. It's just not going to ha- pass both legislatures, which is what it would have. Right. It has the best chance of doing that, passing both legislatures. Um, but then you have Congress who would also have to pass it and you're you're just not going to get because it opens up a can of worms for everybody who wants to uh, all of a sudden move their state lines you know because idaho isn't idaho and oregon aren't the the, only ones talking about i think the last time any state did something like that at one time uh, a large part of what is maine was massachusetts and then when maine became a state they took that part 
and also West Virginia, you know, after the Civil War or during the Civil War, uh, West Virginia broke apart from the rest of Virginia and became its own state. But apart from that, it's been a long time since it's happened. Yeah. Uh, thank you for the call, John. Appreciate it. And uh, appreciate you listening in uh, North Prouder, Oregon this morning. Uh, another California is also, and also has to sign off on it. Um, I, I, but Congress, I just don't think they want to open up that can of worms because right. then you say, hey, you let Oregon and Idaho do this. We want to do it now. Yabbit. Yeah, but you, you did this. You got the yabbit rule that would all of a sudden jump in. Mm-hmm. 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Don't forget, still have those tickets. One final pair. You want to see Boise State? We just got a call um, from a person that's taking their dad to the game. He won tickets with us uh, earlier this week. Cool. Taking his 75-year-old dad mm-hmm. to see his very first Boise State football game. Really? That's terrific. Good morning, everyone. High temperature is cooling a few degrees today. We'll see those highs in the mid-80s, but we're going to jump back into the upper 80s tomorrow. We should stay in the upper 80s throughout the weekend. Now, today's conditions going to be quite similar to the past couple of days. We'll see a clear morning here in the Treasure Valley. Then as we head into the late afternoon, early evening hours, we may see a bit of cloud cover around the region. It was also up, closed yesterday up. Uh, whole stock market was kind of mixed yesterday. Mm. NASDAQ down 120 points. Um, and uh, Dow continuing another good day. I'm trying to get the uh, standard and poor 17 points to the good as of right now. So at least two of them are in the uh, green, and the NASDAQ is also in the green, 80 points up. So who knows? Maybe your your week can end on an up note. Like I said, Jeremiah uh, Bates, not uh, here this morning, has uh, the day off. Uh, we will not have an update at 8.30 as we normally do. That's why I'm giving you that update as of right now. However, Nick Daniels will be filling in at the close of business today to let you know how the stock market and is uh, doing also at for, the end. Also for the noon report. Um, Massachusetts 14-year-old boy had died last Friday after he participated in uh, the so-called one-chip challenge. Have you seen this? I have. Um, a viral social media Trends. I, I love spicy food, and I wouldn't do this. Yeah, I wouldn't do this either. And this is a viral social media trend that the teen's family believes contributed to his sudden death last week. Harris Woolabaugh, a sophomore at uh, Darty Memorial High School in Worcester, consumed an exceedingly spicy chip at school and quickly developed a stomachache. Woolabaugh was picked up by his family, brought home, started to feel better, but was found passed out unconscious right after he was going to leave for basketball tryouts. The uh, young teen was rushed to a nearby hospital and pronounced dead. Cause of death has not been confirmed with autopsy results as of yet. They are pending. Woolabaugh's mother told uh, NBC10 in Boston that she believes her son died from complications due to this spicy snack. Chips company officials warn on its website and on the packaging of the chip that eating up that comes in a bag. Yeah. There's only one in right. the bag. They're the, the one to a customer. Uh, Packways, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, is the name of the company, One Chip Challenge. Is the uh, basketball coach, Douglas Hill, talking about the passing of Woolabaugh and also uh, Dr. Lauren Rice speaking on how the chip can affect a person. <laughs> Second of it. <laughs> it, it, it ju- it's miserable. You, I mean, you can't stop it from burning. People say, yeah. hey, you just drink milk. You don't drink water. First of all, don't drink water. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Water because actually, it makes it worse. Water makes it worse. People, yeah. people don't know that about hot sauce, but um, that's the truth. Milk didn't help. I said, have milk ready because yeah. milk, I mean, it was ours and it, it burned. Um, ghost peppers, I believe you're not a label, uh, allowed to buy ghost peppers in the hottest, United States. Hottest uh, hot sauce I ever tried was a homemade sauce. It was called Violence. See, that sounds hot, Another right? Another unpleasant word, violence. And, I mean, I, I tasted that stuff, and uh, you know that feeling when you get goosebumps, like, all over your entire body, including mm-hmm. the top of your head? I had that, and then it felt like my hair was on fire. I, I felt it, and it wasn't. Uh, but, uh, no, the water didn't help that. The milk didn't help that. I ended up eating a bunch of vanilla ice cream. Did that help? Uh, as, I, as I recall. It maybe, made, it maybe made, the next day. It made me feel good somehow. <laughs> Um, my, uh, son Garrett, when he was in high school, um, I came home one day and he is laying on the floor in front of the refrigerator, writhing in pain. And I'm like, oh, what wow. the heck is going on? What, what, what happened? 
and he couldn't talk for a few minutes. Finally, he get, he got up, and tears are running down his face. And he was only like 13, 14 years old at the time. And apparently he had bought uh, ghost peppers online, dried ghost peppers. Because like I said, I don't think you can buy um, fresh ghost peppers here in the United States. So he had bought dried ghost peppers mm-hmm. online, and he had bitten the tiny tip off like the sign it's it's one of those things where you know if you learn your lesson people can tell you not to do it but if you do it i have a set answer when somebody says here would you like to try this experimental food and my set answer is "Uh uh-uh no i wouldn't you try it first and then i'll be right i'm right behind you just watching though and possibly taping KBY News Time is uh, 8.13. Don't go away when we come back. We've got a $50 gift certificate to the James Kitchen and Bar for you with our Casper and Chris. Damn near impossible question. We'll get to that right after Bronco Sports today. The Great One. Mark Levin. Tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris. Live and local on News Talk. Calls and emails, though. Uh, I want to talk about uh, the world's eyes. Right here on Idaho, 49 years ago. Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sports. Watching that show. Remember back in the days in the 70s when uh, sports only happened uh, at small periods of time? Sports didn't go on 24 hours a day, seven days a week. (laughs) This is true. Um, you didn't have people who were on TV who were like for four hours would just talk about a sport. Yes. Um, and, and before that time, when, when people said, well, there's no way you can fill 24 hours of just talking about sports. That's ridiculous. Um, to jump the Snake River Canyon. Of course, he didn't do it. Well, it was a failure. He he did launch. He did launch. But he, let's see, I think he, he blacked out because of the G-force on the launch. And let go of the thing that uh, released the, he had a handle that released the uh, parachute and it came out. And so it stopped the forward momentum. It actually got quite a ways, but then it came floating back and floated right down into the canyon. He was lucky uh, to live. He's there. And there were all kinds of bikers and hippies. It was very colorful for Twin Falls. And there were, I mean, it was a, quite a large crowd, right? I mean, because mm-hmm. you, you couldn't get the feel of that from watching it on television because most of it was, um, Aim just at yeah. the jump itself. Lots of people. And uh, the uh, $25 admission fee wasn't even collected once they tore the fences down. <laughs> so what happened when you get a whole bunch of people all doing uh, wanting to do, it's you like, know, view the same thing. It's, it's like Woodstock. Most of the people here don't have tickets, so you know who cares? Come on. Uh, this is how some of it was uh, was covered way back then. September 8th, 1974. The nation's attention turned to Twin Falls, a little town in southern Idaho. Evil Knievel was poised to do the impossible, to jump the 1,600-foot span of the Snake River Canyon in a single bound. Not with a motorcycle, with a specially designed Sky Cycle. A Sky Cycle was designed to run uh, over 300 miles an hour. I'm going to get off of it with a parachute system. And I hope I'll be a thousand feet up from the other side of the canyon when it's time to to get out of the thing. Because uh, with uh, gravity pulling in and a rocket pushing you, it's not hard to uh, hit the ground. A thousand feet just takes a couple of seconds. A jet-powered rocket and a turbocharged ego. That's what was supposed to get Knievel <laughs> over the canyon and into the record books. There are three mysteries to life. That's where we came from, why we do what we do, and where we're going to go. You don't know the answer to any of those three, neither do I. I'm going to jump to get the other side, and I don't want to drive across that damn bridge. In hindsight, that bridge... <laughs> of America did on Wide World of Sports and didn't get the chance to be there. I think you're the, actually the first person I've ever met that I knew... Was there? ...was actually there. Paul Jay was there, too. Yeah. Um, if you watched it on television, uh, the whole fiasco, this is what it sounded like. released prematurely he started to roll and he's coming back this way now and there's the tire chute is out the main chute is out there she goes beneath the rim of the canyon going to crash obviously into main the river it is okay though she's coming down about 17 feet per second slowly going down and and then that million dollars was some actual real money it's not like today where it's not worth anything i would you know 
still accept it. 49th anniversary. It'll be interesting to see next year on the 50th anniversary if they do right. do something big or maybe another person tries to come back and uh, do the jump 50 years later. Uh, I don't know. It, w- it would be a missed opportunity, uh, at least for t- the city of Twin Falls, if they don't do something on the 50th anniversary, I, in my opinion. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on Verizon Wireless. We'll take a quick break. Open Phones Friday uh, continues. We've got two people waiting on the line. A couple of lines are still open. Uh, Ron and Melba, Rich and Boise, stay right where you're at. I promise we'll get to you coming up here for you this morning. Uh, also, remember, you can email us, chris at kboi.com and mike at kboi.com, and stay tuned for the final chance to get your Boise State tickets for tomorrow's game. 2-9 KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. 8.52. Hey, look, the Dow's up over 100 points as of right now. Who knows? Maybe we can have a, a final good day this week when it comes to the stock market. It is Open Phones Friday. It is Friday. Uh, that means we'll talk about uh, whatever you want to talk about you want to get in. Uh, some lines are open. Let's get to some of those that have been hanging on for a while. Ron, in uh, Melba, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Good morning. Hey, back before all your uh, other stuff that happened uh, earlier this hour, uh, you somebody else owns. Uh, well, it, it might also they, be that Oregon pays to for Idaho to take it. <laughs> I mean, it's all it's all they, under- they might there might be other considerations, and there's also part of the Oregon Treasury belongs to the people in Western Idaho, which should go with them. So, so do you so think that, that do, do you think this thing. is two questions for you? Do you think this is a good idea whose time has come? Number one, and do you think there is the distribution? Yeah. Would it change uh, the congressional makeup of Idaho though? Because Idaho is very close to yeah, to increase getting things. another senator. No, or, I mean uh, uh, yeah, they're, they're, uh, congressman. congressman. There'd be, so there might be in the Electoral College. It wouldn't change the congressional makeup because... Well, it would have West, to. Uh, West, Western, Western Oregon has a Republican congressman. Right. It, it would have to change the makeup, so though, because... It would be a Republican for a Republican. So that's... Yeah. That's, that, but it might change the, the Electoral College. Yeah. It, it, it would change the number of... Uh, remember it happening. Those are, the only, those are the only two times that they created new... States. Right. Border allow border boundaries have changed multiple times. It might even be in the hundreds. Wow. Uh, and and in fact, the last one involved Oregon. It was Oregon and Washington in 1957 when they uh, realigned where the border went down the uh, the mouth of the Columbia River because oh. some of the I, I, some of the I, islands had changed shape right. and so on. And thank you for the call, Ron. That, Appreciate yeah, that, it. That Good sense. information. Thank you. Uh, Rich and Boise, listening on 670 uh, AM. you got about a minute here. Okay, well, I wanted to go quickly go over a, a timeline of January 6th. And then it took two hours and 32 minutes after the Capitol was breached before Trump finally released a video. Yeah, it was during the 4 he o'clock hour. Yeah. He, on today. Everybody, everybody was watching that that day. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah, yeah every, everybody was watching it. And if it would have went on live TV... Everybody would have gotten news alerts on their phone. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, you also you, you know, can't just break in. You know, you have to have permission from the TV, and everything has to be, you know, lined well, the up. Network, the, the networks would have the networks would have got somebody there as soon as he went. It was forty. He he he, he tweeted out. He attacked Pence and called him a coward. Forty minutes later. Right. At uh, thirty-seven and, and, or thirty-nine minutes but, after it all started, please support our Capitol Police and law enforcement. They are true the side of our are on the true side of our the night at ten. It's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 906-208-336-3700, pound six seventy on your Verizon Wild. Take advantage of half-price deal on that, and also a $50 gift certificate to Quinn's Restaurant that you can take advantage of. Half-price, $25. They're on sale right now. Hurry. Take advantage. This morning, uh, young young man, I say young man, called us. Gonna He won earlier this week, and he's going to be taking his 75-year-old dad to his first mm-hmm. Boise State game. That is so cool. So, congratulations to all of our winners. If you want to win, here's your final chance to do this, and we will have tickets, by the way, to every home game 
and we'll have more tickets than anybody else. Hoping this is going to be a sellout. As of Wednesday, there were less than 3,000 seats available. So A couple of uh, instant messages came in that say the same thing. Tim says, Casper, Trump tweeted Pence was a coward 40 minutes before he asked for no violence. And then uh, Rich wrote in and says, Casper, it was 39 minutes after Trump attacked Pence before he asked for no violence. Also, Capitol Police did uh, not wave anybody into the Capitol until after the rioters breached the doors. No, that's not true. 100% not true. And the reason I say that is because Nate Shulman and I, as I have told over and over again, were in the studio giving live reports. And before anybody breached the Capitol, they started had to go through the gates to get to the Capitol. And there were police officers who were opening up the barricades. We watched it. We even asked on air, why are they opening up the barricades? But the, but they weren't opening up the actual doors to the Capitol, right? Um, that, at, I don't, that, that I don't know. That I don't know. But if Rich is right, then they didn't, right? If Rich is right. right. But that's assuming a lot because he is wrong so often. Could be a different Rich that wrote in. Oh, I thought he was talking about the Rich who called in. Yeah, they- in D.C., Mayor Muriel Bowser issues a citywide curfew beginning at 6 p.m. and ending Thursday at 6 a.m. 3.13, Trump tweets, I'm asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful, no violence, no violence. Remember, we are the party of law and order. Respect the law and our great men and women in blue. Thank you. 3.20, Senate chamber is secured and officers were in the process of pushing protesters down from the second and third floor of the rotunda, police said. 335, Vice President Mike Pence, he released a joint statement calling on Trump to demand that all protesters leave the U.S. Capitol and Capitol grounds immediately. 405, President-elect uh, Joe Biden addresses the nation calling the actions of Trump supporters an insurrection. Our democracy is under unprecedented assault, Biden said. Um, 415, U.S. Uh, Bureau of Alcohol and Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives and Capitol Police were investigating a suspicious item close to the Republican National Committee headquarters uh, building on 1st Street. 417, line of what my, happened January 6th, according to ABC News. My favorite part of that was when they were asking the congressman to be quiet. I think uh, my guess is they were telling him to uh, be quiet so yeah. people couldn't find them, I'm right. guessing. But just the thought of it is kind of fun. Um, how quickly for we forget writes in. I don't think that's their real name, by the way. It says, well, at least one thing, Rich, and maybe you guys missed about Trump tweeting or whatever it's called instead of using the media to get heard, is that he thinks, and I agree, that the media is working against him. 53 that uh, indicated that there were 20 other names of people that uh, the grand jury had recommended to be indicted you know 19 were indicted in atlanta but there were 20 other names a total of 39 people that had been recommended and for some reason they went through the and and did about half of them had also been recommended to be indicted but they weren't wanted to uh, also get to this these are this is polling <laughs> came out yesterday uh, that are running into it uh, CNN anchor Dana Bash declared yesterday that it is impossible to spin the network's latest poll showing the dismal outlook of the latest numbers. I don't ask you the question I asked Tim Kaine uh, towards the end there. It, it is kind Apologize. of... Apologize. Wrong one. Apologize. Uh, ...spending the, the money that they have in a big way and that it is very early and so on and so forth. Having said that... Reality check, Jeff Zeleny. Look, all of that is true, but uh, the the president has the biggest megaphone of anyone on the planet. So, uh, yes, they haven't started spending a ton of money, although they are on the air and they're starting with the NFL season that opens tonight. But, look, he is out there every day. And so uh, while it's true that there's no question that some of these um, factors are likely to go up, put some context on it, but the reality is people look at him and just do not um, see confidence. Uh, the question here is, though, I think probably one of the biggest concerns I uh, heard from someone this morning, the excitement factor. Mm-hmm. Democrats and voters who voted for him are not excited. That opens the door to potentially a third-party candidate, which we've talked a lot about on this program. Andrew Will Robinson. And that is a big <laughs> problem for yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you mentioned the one of the numbers that David showed us is the age factor and how concerned it appears that voters, Democratic voters, are about that. One of the ways that they have started spending money in the Biden re-election campaign is on a brand new ad where they try to point out a couple things. One is 
the president's um, what he's done on the world stage, particularly with Ukraine. But as part of that, about the stamina that he had in order to get into Ukraine. Let's watch a bit of that. So uh, that's CNN basically saying there's not really a way to spin the numbers. Uh, We are going to take a uh, break here when we come back. Um, We know that uh, Trump is faring well against Biden when it comes to polling if the election were held today. Um, How about the other people? So say, say Trump for... I mean, he may, who knows, he may say, you know what, it's more important that I fight these indictments instead of run for president. I'm, I'm just throwing stuff out there. Uh, maybe he doesn't win the primary uh, next year. How does Biden fare up against the other candidates? Believe it or not, there is one candidate um, who beats Biden in the polling numbers if the election were being held uh, by more than any of the other candidates. Every Trump and Biden are basically neck and neck within the numbers. There is one candidate, however, that in an election, if it was held now, would beat Biden head to head. We'll share who that is when we come back. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walt. A recent poll, the Wall Street Journal, I, I said, oh, this could keep me up. And I look, the problem is, and the biggest challenge we face is, is Democrats. I say we because I'm a Democrat, is that young voters, young black and Latino voters, they're not ready to come back to the party. They're not even looking at the, the so-called messaging that's being sent to them about the economy, about climate change, about student debt relief. They are worried about their future. And right now they're looking for a leader who represents their values and their vision. And I think the, the president's campaign is going to have to really you know, go deep and go hard to motivate those voters to come back within the Democratic Party coalition. Because without them, it is a tight race, and it's going to come down to four states. Uh, that was uh, Donna Brazil and... Uh, um, oh, I just forgot his name right off the top of my head. Uh, um, I'll have to look that back up. Um Recently on CNN, talking about on a panel Trump's political strength, the, despite the uh, indictments um, that are going on. Um, George Stephanopoulos, that was the guy's name. Oh, okay. Um, so it go- was on ABC. Yeah. All right. Um, going to break. I told you uh, about Trump still doing well, um, basically in a statistical tie. If they, it was a Trump Biden election. How does Biden fare against the other people if it's not going to be Trump as the uh, GOP candidate that gets through the primary? DeSantis, uh, they are tied, 47% each. Mike Pence, 46%. Um, Biden, 44%. Against Tim Scott, Tim Scott, 46%. Biden, 44%. Vivek Ramswamy, uh, 46%. Biden, 45%. Chris Christie, uh, 44%. Uh, for Christie, 42% for Biden. Um, all those numbers, by the way, are within the margins of error, which means statistically they're, they're all tied. There is one GOP candidate, though, that holds a lead against Biden, uh, in a hip- hypothetical match, and that is Nikki Haley. Presidential polls. And you know what? A lot of people are. Well, and uh, quite frankly, what do polls mean right now? Not a whole lot to no, you, to the average person. Not It doesn't mean anything as far as the election is concerned because we're over a year away from the election. However, what does... 80, the other is 77. So, I mean, that's probably a concern to some people, but it's, it is only three years. Well, and it, and it is a concern. I think probably, and I ask the same question. It's like, why is it more a concern? Because, like you just said, there's just a three-year difference. And I think they they think it because when you look at Biden, you listen to him talk, um, you watch him walk. He looks so much older than Trump does um, in the way he acts. Because you're old, forty nine percent, twenty four percent say sixty to sixty nine, seventeen percent say forty to forty nine, three um, percent of Americans say they prefer a president to be in their seventies or older. And 3% said that 35 to 39 would be a good idea, too. 208 336 3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Need to go to break. Uh, just 
this one thought uh, text message. Isn't this a CNN poll? Unsurprising that libs would like uh, Nikki. Um, it wasn't a liberal poll. It wasn't a Democratic poll. It was likely voters, Republican and Democratic voters. And for the most part, almost all the... Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KDOI. away and there is still no deal in sight between the United Auto Workers Union and Detroit's big three automakers. GM yesterday offering a 10% pay hike to its workers, calling it the biggest raise since 1999, but it is still far from the 40% increase the UAW's members are demanding over four years, along with better benefits and more paid time off. GM has come to the table with an insulting proposal. GM either doesn't care or isn't listening when we say we need economic justice by 11.59 p.m. on September 14th. Now, at that time, if there's no agreement and the union's 146,000... ...raise plus, uh, they don't want 40-hour work weeks anymore. They want to uh, drop back 32-hour work weeks, so four-day work weeks. Increase of 40%. Except and this is, somewhere about eye level. And this is exactly what you expect because, you know, <laughs> GM says, well, when you ask for 40% in a four-day work week, well, that uh, ran... They're going to get free colas. What? Yeah, cost of living adjustment. Oh. Not... I, I was not, excited for a moment. Not, not Pepsi and Coke, although yeah. that would be fun, too. Uh, Randy, Magic Valley, open phones uh, Friday. You wanted to talk about something completely off subject, but kind of on subject because we have talked about it this morning. You want to talk about Bronco football? Well, first of all, I, I do. Uh, I live here at Burley, and we do the Amalgamated Sugar, which is uh, they went on strike, and they uh, these men actually work hard, and they didn't get anything close to what the United Auto Workers think they deserve. And uh, I do the sugar plants. It's the biggest sugar plant on planet Earth in Paul, Idaho. I do all the garage door work there, and I know those men. And uh, they didn't ask for anything close to this. That's the insulting part. a game in decades. Well, I just didn't know if you you, you're literally just. I listened to the whole thing on 670 KBOI out in my yard working on one of my service trucks. And... uh, yeah, I just couldn't imagine how it was that uh, Spencer Danielson didn't have any imagination <laughs> to get some pressure on the quarterback with being with the hair on fire and, and relaxed. Do you think they're so under so much pressure that they're afraid to lose? That's undoubtedly part of it because you know at Boise State, at least in the last thirty years or so, you are. Um, I also don't understand the criticism that they got no pressure on the quarterback when they saw, they sacked uh, the quarterback in this first game this year more than anybody sacked the quarterback for Washington last year, last, yeah. which is you know better than most teams did last year. Hey, quick quick thing here: Cody Hawkins went down to San Diego State. He had forty new players. So Cody Hawkins and Deion Sanders, Deion had 50 new players. Uh, you know, do you think, Cody, there were maybe we don't have the best coach? I know it's early. Co- Cody Hawkins. Act, Idaho, uh, Cody Hawkins in Idaho State. You know, I think about what Idaho State did to San Diego State. I mean, them boys were, were loose and having fun. Go ahead. Yeah. No, it's hard to say. I mean, in one game in the season – you you can't tell anything. You really can't. So uh, Cody Hawkins may be a great coach for I- Idaho Falls. I mean, it sure looked like it in the first for the uh, the big three. Or like, what about you know Honda and Toyota plants in Tennessee and all those? Do you know if they're part of that as well? Um, I don't believe so because it's the union and Toyota factories into the union has weakened the uh, United Auto Workers. Uh, you know, ability to yeah. uh, negotiate, and that that would make sense because you're you're right. If if vehicles and and people make this decision every day because it's free market. If you end up having to to pay so much more for your workers and whatever's going on, and you're adding price you know points to your vehicles that mm-hmm. you're selling, and it becomes more expensive to buy one of the other vehicles because they can keep prices low because they don't have to pay. But unions came about, you know, because owners of businesses mm-hmm. weren't benevolent yeah you know they figured okay i'll i'll pay you whatever we negotiate as your salary but that's it you get no benefits you get nothing 
because, you know, why would I give them to you if I don't have to? And then when the unions uh, got together, they forced them to do it. And so people's lives, at least those who made uh, cars, became better. 208 336 pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Uh, final chance to uh, text us. Uh, if you want to text the word Broncos, you got just a couple more minutes. Text it now. We'll announce the winner here, here before the show. We got the ball game and uh, Mike Prater. Listen, they will give you the play of the game. And then Monday morning, somebody is going to win our Treasure Valley Subaru play of the game, a $50 gift certificate to R&R Barbecue. But you got to listen in to know. I think there's going to be a lot of plays to choose from this week in my prediction. In the last 21 home openers. Yeah, yeah. we never lost one. That's why so. I feel good about it. I'm feeling good. You'll hear all the action, by the way. Tomorrow, I just, last, last, time, last time we lost a home opener, it was like a big loss. Yeah, I think I was still maybe Washington State. Gary Nampa on six seventy AM. Good morning to you. Yeah, last week I think it was Chris said he was having these electricians in Idaho Power come out to check the why is electric oh, no, that was, so hot. That was me. That that was Mike. Yeah, uh, that that was Mike. Okay, I I wasn't sure which. You know, it was so much easier to tell you apart when you had. Paul J. Yeah, uh, his voice was so distinctive. But anyway, I, I was curious what the results were. Did um, they find anything? I, I, and by the way, this was my builder who uh, did this. I have the best builder in the world. So he had a couple, he had an electrician and a HVAC expert to come out. They looked at it. Um, they looked through the whole system. They didn't find anything that they they could find that they thought would be a big draw. Um, so now the next step is they're going to go, uh, have, uh, Idaho power come out and, uh, do an analysis, see if there is, but they both agreed that there's no reason my house, um, should be using as much power, uh, or I should be getting as charged as much as I am for power. So that's, that's the next step. Do you have any, trust me, we really want to know also. Uh, Frank writes in, uh, so you can buy a natural grown pepper on the internet or grow one yourself that's powerful enough to make. Paul in Nampa, thanks for being patient. Uh, I got about 30 seconds here. Okay. 1981, I was a caddy at Cypress Point Golf Club. I did that for five years, and they had um, the Walker Cup matches held there. So I got the caddy for Great Britain and Ireland and and Wales on that team, we were handpicked, and um, um, ABC Wide World of Sports put that on TV. It was, it was on about close to six months later after the tournament. But say, I don't know, but that's a conversation for another day because we <laughs> are done. Don't forget Boise State football coming your way once again tomorrow. Uh, all gets underway at 12 noon. Nate Shellman is going to be helping out with the pregame uh, kickoff happening at 5 o'clock. And as I would mentioned, don't forget to listen to the postgame so you can get that R&R barbecue for the play of the game. Have a great weekend.